start recording. Stop recording. Hello to all my beautiful nerds and welcome back to Nerdy Chic Transmissions. I am back with a new episode and glad to be back because we are everywhere now. We're on Spotify, Radio Radio Public, Pocket Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now on Apple Podcasts, which I just got an email today about that. And a little heads up, uh, our first episode is temporarily unavailable on there, so I would say keep on trying. If anybody has a Victor Reader stream or a Victor Reader track, which is a digital book player for the blind, to be able to listen to various books, various books, also record lectures, and even listen to other podcasts, we're also available on that too. So tonight, some news updates. Um, unfortunately, I did not post anything new lately on NerdyChicUniverse.com. This past week has been pretty busy uh, with work. Not only that, also getting ready for Omni Expo 2020, which is in a month. And I need to start doing the post over on NerdyChicUniverse.com. And of course, for anybody who's listening to this, and interested in going to conventions, it is March 20th through the 22nd at the Days by Celebration in Orlando, Florida. I will be posting about it over on NerdyChicUniverse.com, and for that update, you can also check out our Twitter at NerdyChic to make sure that you're getting the latest, upda- latest updates. So now for tonight's topic. It's mainly a response type a response type topic and that is towards something that was said. I am a beauty lover and I've been into beauty since 2009. I don't want to go into too much detail. I may save this for episode 3. And <laughs> One thing I do love to watch is YouTube. When it comes to reviews, what's new, anything that anybody got in hauls, any empties that someone threw away, of their beloved makeup wipes, and so on. And of course, one big thing that I used to remember, even though I wasn't into beauty in my teenage years, but I always remember seeing all the different ads that came up in different magazines like Teen People, J14, uh, Cosmo Girl, YM, all those different magazines. And I remembered how those magazines always brought so many consumers to CVS, Target, um, Walgreens, and so many other stores. And I even still remember the original CoverGirl advertisements for one of their summer slash spring collections. And it was everywhere as advertisement in the advertisements. But nowadays, since technology is booming, 
uh, YouTube has been a big um, platform for advertising. But here's the issue when it comes to this topic, and that is what Kat Von D had to say. Let me go into a little, little bit of background. But first, the issue is she feels alienated by the influencers, which caused her to step down from her brand in the first place. Uh, he's a tattoo artist, and he was known for the series on TLC, TLC, Miami Inc., and of course LA Inc. And he and she released a makeup brand back in back around 2009, on, through Kendo, and was available in Sephora. It was unique in its own way due to having more of the bold lip colors like blue, black, uh, charcoal gray, all those kind of colors. Even the really stylized palettes, even her own artwork. One of the most famous uh, items happened to be the uh, Shade and Light palette, which was copied by another brand, which I'll talk about later in this episode. <laughs> but anyways, um... Recently, she said some unfavorable things starting in 2018 and then 2019 and just now with what's going on. I would say go and Google her when... Oh, jeez. There goes my braille sense. I'm sorry, guys. But anyways... But anyways, her, uh, basically just do a search on it, but long story short, she kind of was very outspoken on Instagram when it came to someone asking about if she wanted to vaccinate her kid. Don't want to go into too much detail. I would say watch some videos on YouTube. Heck, she even let go of Jeffree Star as a friend back in 2016 and a lot of drama behind her. So I don't want to go into too much detail with that, but she recently stepped down from her makeup brand and sold all the shares to Kendo. And she said in an interview that she's blaming influencers for alienating her in the first place. But here's the interesting fact about that. All thanks to influencers buying her products and reviewing them on YouTube ever since they first started. Since she first started, or at least a few years later after she started. People have been enjoying her products. Products until what took place during 2018 and 2019. What I mean is... Without the influencers, brands like Maybelline, Makeup Revolution, Urban Decay, Tarte Cosmetics, Too Faced, heck, even more the indie brands like Black Moon Cosmetics, ColourPop, Makeup Geek, they won't be they won't be around without the influencers buying their products 
and reviewing them on their channel to show how great they are. And in turn, that would cause people to start buying their products. And that comes to show that a lot of people are willing to spend their money on those products and try them out. I mean, we wouldn't be having any Ulta's or Walgreens or any other types of stores uh, being around without having YouTube as an influence. For example, um, when they started really getting into makeup, like I said, around 2009, one product in particular that I remembered, I think it was 2010 that came out, was the... Lipnotic Liquid Lipsticks from Maybelline in their Color Sensational line. I wanted those so much. Heck, I even remembered seeing the commercials on both YouTube and TV. And I wanted to try them so badly. Because I never tried a liquid lipstick before. And uh, I started looking around in Walmart. Then and asked some of the girls and they were asking how do you know this stuff and how you know it's out I said YouTube and of course they were surprised I knew this stuff heck even uh, in Sephora when I answered that I knew about the Elizabeth and James perfumes was through YouTube especially the dry shampoo the lady was like, of course, we keep on hearing people talking, saying that they know about these products through YouTube. And again, without the advertisements, and of course, people that buy these products, they wouldn't be in most hands and being reviewed. And on top of that, here's how I knew about uh, Kat Von D in the first place was when Young, Wild, and Polished talked about the Chrysalis palette being discontinued from Kat's brand. And so many other products. I admit I did buy a few of Kat's items, but uh, the reason why I really stopped buying is lack of interest because I kind of felt like some of her items kind of did not excite me. And on top of that, her liquid lipsticks were pretty drying. What I mean by lack of excitement, I mean the newer stuff that she was releasing. Even though my best friend Damien uh, introduced me to the studded lipstick. But I wasn't really interested in the eyeshadow palettes. Even though I admit I almost bought the metal mat, but eh, I kind of feel like I could get so much more from Ulta, like probably from Urban Decay or Smashbox. But point being, I kind of felt like hearing a statement like that, we tend to think, how can an influencer alienate you? Just like that. If they were the ones who pretty much 
elevated your brand at the height at the height of YouTube. Well, for one thing, saying very unfavorable things, uh, which can start from there. Another thing. Uh, let's see. Another thing. Starting to have your products kind of not going well. I mean, I heard like two of the eyeshadow palettes. Uh, I believe it was the um, ones that dealt with the uh, metallic shadows that he released. Re-released, I mean, as a palette after uh, discontinuing them since they weren't vegan yet. And I believe it was the Lolita palette or something like that. Um, the formula was not as great as a... Sorry about that, guys. Notification. Mess 13, 14. Recording. Okay, it's still recording. Sorry, Messenger decides to uh, show up. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I mean, quality goes down. Even though I already found the liquid lipsticks not uh, not as moist, or shall I say, too drying. Heck, even when I rejoined Ipsy, I found them even extra really drying when I had the Beaker liquid lip balm, as in the water balm. It did not help, and I just tossed them because I couldn't take the dryness anymore. And I prefer other formulas like Went Wild, now Jeffree Stars, uh, and in my uh, glam back for February, I am going to be getting one of the color grain ones, which I heard really good things about. But back to what I was saying, a formula can also go downhill, and also, like I said before, not everybody wants to support you after what you've been saying, because yes, you can be very outspoken on social media, but not to the point that you have to turn your fan base away from you. Lacey, who has the channel uh, Spooky Lips and Fat Hips on YouTube, even talked about it in her video last night and how brand owners being on social media can be a problem. I mean, recently, Marlena from Makeup Geek kind of had a bit of a thing with uh, Tina the Bansy Face uh, where she had a privacy strike on one, on one of her videos and that caused a copyright strike which was false in a way which can be rather uh, can be a problem uh, sorry Anyways, and that kind of caused a few things 
where arguments such as you can't use Makeup Geek in your titles because it's a copyright name. But what happens if the influencer wants to review your product? Can they still use the the brand name in the title? Last time I checked, a lot of influencers did when they reviewed products. But again, it can be a messy thing. But of course, another thing is that really got me and another thing when it comes to uh, to this topic and this response how the reason why Kat did step down thinking it's the influencer's fault I I kind of feel like it's really her fault in a way because he like I said became very outspoken on social media also her brand wasn't doing too well anyways toward after the what was that one palette that had all the eh, stripperific sounding names even more so than Urban Decay in my in my mind but again can't really can't really blame influencers even though the only issue with influencers that I would have is if they shove a code down my throat for one brand when I could get really good products from another so basically putting aside that I don't really blame the influencers again it's just that someone is just pointing the finger at somebody to at least place blame without even thinking about it and all I have to say is being human myself I hope Kat kind of does really well on what she wants to do after leaving her brand like stepping down I'm hoping that things do improve for the KVD vegan beauty line but at the same time I am not really buying it if the formula is going to stay the same and of course not everybody is reviewing the product anymore And that kind of says another part of the influencer. If someone finds something unfavorable and don't want to buy it from the brand, if it is one of the regular consumer type folk like you and me, then they won't buy it. I mean, what, what happened with, with uh, Jaclyn Hill's lipsticks, for example? There were a lot of issues with them, and after seeing all the reviews from so many people who have gone the PR or at least bought the lipsticks, that kind of 
it shown that there were issues and of course they can be hazardous like metal inside the lipstick or mold or even hair that is not something that should be sold on market sorry guys I even almost wanted to buy one of her lipsticks but after watching the reviews and finding that they're a little bit on the pricier side I decided against it and I didn't want to put my lips at risk either and plus I could just find a really good dupe on the market Messenger. Which? Oh no. Help. Button. Help. Listen. Button. Listen. Button. Listen. Button. Twenty. Fifty. Recording. Which also brings me to the next topic is dupes. All thanks to YouTube being on the rise. I'm sorry if I rambled that much in the last bit, but. All thanks to the rise of YouTube, if, besides the original product, a lot of influencers have been also talking about dupes of the product. And I did write a post about copying is a, a form of flattery over on NerdyChicUniverse.com when you speak with the WordPress in its name about that because Kat did yell at Makeup Revolution for copying her Shade and Light palette and naming it the Light and Shade palette. I have the palette myself and I've enjoyed it and used it for work looks because at the time I could not use any of my funds for something like or such an expensive palette unless if it was a gift or something and of course she did post on Instagram which also leads to brand owners being a little problematic on social media like calling them different names that shouldn't be copying, etc, etc. Not everybody could buy the really expensive product or you could just find something a little bit better in a different brand. One good example, when I watched uh, just it's, it's Judy's Life and she mentioned a liquid lipstick from Sephora. I almost got that lipstick at Sephora but the price was around 16 to 18 I was there with my dad. I admit I used to have him buy all my makeup products and it was a little bit on the pricier side and I decided to drop by NYX and apparently their Alabama lipstick is a pretty good solid solid dupe for that one. And this is from someone who also enjoys going into MAC. And, but at the same time, I do enjoy getting myself uh, drugstore stuff because that's where I started. And drugstore dupes aren't as bad as a lot of people think. And of course, if you can't really afford the big, big ticket items like 
Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs. Heck, even Mark Jacobs kind of felt like a MAC lipstick to me when I tried a really teeny tiny sample in a birthday gift years ago. I felt like I could get better just from a dupe of that product without breaking the bank. I mean, or causing a fire in my wallet, you know? But again, as I said, dupes aren't always that bad. I mean, you can find really good stuff when you start looking for it. Whether it's NYX or L'Oreal or Maybelline or something like that. And hearing that it was kind of a big deal, another reason why YouTube comes into play is because influencers also talk about dupes. And of course, another thing is, what if that product were to be discontinued due to either formula or due to lack of popularity, which can happen. And the only way of finding that favorite product is finding a dupe that compares to it. And sometimes YouTubers do talk about it. I mean, for instance, like I said, Sephora's, that Sephora lipstick, Alabama was from NYX was a comparable dupe to it and the same shade. Another, now, Damien Alexand- another good example is what is it? Uh, oh, oh. Um ah, dang it. I know there is one oh let me use the shade and light example. The light and shade palette Yes, it does have the same exact shades of the uh, shade and light, but here's the thing. It doesn't copy the artwork, unfortunately, because the artwork is always a unique piece to it. And that kind of made me mad about what Kat had to say, and I could kind of think one good reason why she got alienated in a little in a way, but again, influencers did shape her brand. <coughs> and, and, and in the end, any other brand that you see out there. I mean, look at ColourPop for example. They've been creating the monochromatic eyeshadow palettes for a while now. And Influencers have been flocking to buy those things, and they've been reviewing them. I think I've seen the... Okay, seriously, guys, please don't blow up Messenger. Um, another thing is... Without the influencers talking about ColourPop, it would have gone down the drain immediately immediately or they would have just discontinued those monochromatic eyeshadow palettes right then and there. I mean, heck, I have a 9-pan palette for work for my eyeshadow looks 
of those single eyeshadows that they're known for. And those come in handy. And I love the pigmentation so much. And what else? Oh, but as I was saying, without the influencers, ColourPop would not be around to this day. Kind of goes the same way with Black Moon Cosmetics, Maybelline. I mean, Maybelline is still around. I mean, heck, when CoverGirl announced that they went cruelty-free, uh, everybody on YouTube started talking about it, and a lot more people were buying from them. Heck, I even started buying them again, because, well, I do still love their Invisible Lift uh, concealer that I use underneath my eyes, and been enjoying their clean foundation so far. Um, because I don't have to break the bank for a really expensive foundation either. And that kind of brings me to the end of what I'm saying. So, in the end, I kind of feel like Kat is kind of overreacting and just pointing the finger at people that shouldn't have the finger pointed out to. I think the reason why she's feeling this way is that she herself has become a problem for what she has said the past few years. And I, as I said, just search on the internet about it because if I say a certain wake word, then you would know that my braille sense would uh, react to it. But again, this, I mean, once you're problematic as a brand owner, some people are going to start not support you anymore. And even sometimes the formula can be changed, and not a lot of people like the newer formula. So they are using up with what, using up what they got, and then move on to a new brand. I mean, I've seen so many people no longer buying the tattoo liner now on YouTube because they prefer something else from a drugstore brand or from another higher-end brand. I mean, other brands are also getting a lot more hype, all thanks to influencers due to some brands not going doing well. Or just turning into or just reviewing something new that just came out on the market. That's another reason why. Because, oh, I have not included this point. Another thing is also on, on social media, including YouTube, that has been on the rise includes the usual low buy, no buy. I'm going through a low buy myself because last year I did purchase a lot of makeup, I admit. And notification messenger. And a lot more has been released into Ulta, Walgreens, Target, all that. And you can read my rules of my low buy over at nerdychicuniverse.com. A lot of people have been 
trying to have that New Year's resolution on having a low buy or even a no buy because the market has been so saturated and it's hard to keep up with those releases like that. And of course, that includes me, uh, even though I have a nice job and everything, but I do pay my bills. And of course, sometimes I do got got to budget for other things like our smart bulbs here in our apartment as an example and of course we gotta pay our phone bill in order to keep in contact with people as another example but again having that low bike kind of keeps us in control and a lot of influencers are starting to do that a lot more because they know that a lot more new releases are coming out and it's becoming a big thing as same as same as the uh the what is it the declutters because a lot of people buy so many things over time heck i am surprised with the humongous a collection of foundation and concealers that most people have. I can only stick to one, and one of my, one of the parts of my low buy is finish up the products I have because I got a few setting powders in my subscription boxes, for example. <laughs> Seriously, people on Messenger. <laughs> but anyways, uh in my subscription boxes and of course I did buy one during 21 Days of Beauty and I'm already close to finishing my setting powders so i rather finish those before I buy new setting powder or if I get another one in my subscription box uh, sus- yeah. subscriptions whether it's BoxyCharm, Ipsy, or Glam Bag Plus, which are the main three that I have, I won't buy another setting powder until it's done. Finished. And, and I don't want to add more to my collection unless, or should I say more powders to my collection or foundations. Yes, it's nice to have a different formula to try out, but can't really go in excess people so that kind of brings to the point again influencers aren't that bad and I again I kind of feel like a cat is pointing the finger at the wrong uh, person I kind of feel like she should kind of blame herself that she put the uh what's going on on herself for what she's been doing and I think Kendo since she did a video I'm gonna actually say it say the title if you've seen a video that went around a year ago that said I am not anti-semist or anti-vax um it was kind of a poor apology poor me or anything like that and I have a feeling Kendo kind of said something to her but unfortunately her stuff still ended up in TJ Maxx and being uh, discounted at Sephora's all over the place and 
mainly my stance on not buying her products is due to formulation, not, uh, not my, not being my favorite, and I did lose interest in her newer stuff, because I kind of, eh, prefer my getting other brands and trying new things out if I had any extra cash lying around or if my bank account is a, says okay Notification. just pick it up or if it's something I need and of course all thanks to influencers we wouldn't be having the big boom of makeup brands in the first place such as Maybelline CoverGirl uh Makeup Revolution, NYX, and all of them. Because they would be out of business today if they haven't reviewed a certain product. And also, without those reviews, we wouldn't be able to know what and how it works in the first place. If it swatches well, if it's very pigmented, you know? Without that pigmentation, it, it wouldn't matter I mean, it wouldn't... How should I say this? The product won't sell. That's what I meant. The product won't sell well, and that would cause the discontinuation of it. And, of course... Notification. We should Messenger. thank the influencers like Raw Beauty Christie, Young Wild, Young Wild and Polished, uh, Kathleen Lights, and all them to actually talk about these products. And... Also, another thing, Cat did rise and fall due to the, well, did rise due to the influencers and did fall to her own hand because influencers did stop buying her stuff. And not only that, I did not mention this, she did stop interacting with influencers as well. From what I've heard, so I that can also be an issue because if you stop interacting with influencers, there also goes your brand notification. Messenger. So yeah, I think that's about it for this topic. I know I kind of rambled, but hey, it was an interesting idea and an. In- interesting response from my own blind point of view as someone who has been into makeup for the past 11 years and how I've been into it. I am going to talk about my love for makeup in episode 3 and how I came to be as a makeup user despite being blind. So I would say stay tuned And of course, make sure you follow this podcast on your preferred platform. And of course, please follow us on nerdychicuniverse.com. And also stay tuned for the next post on Chocolate Chocolate Tunes. And of course, talking about the uh, next convention that we're going to aka Omni Fandom Expo 2020. Can't wait for that. And of course, our Twitter handle is at Nerdy Chic. 
So until next time, stay beautiful while traveling the vast nerd universe. Looks flag. 43. Recording. Recording. 40. Flag button. Stop recording. <laughs>